Hey, good morning. Welcome to our uh, continued uh, reflection to the book of Acts. Uh, today, we're going to pick up with Acts chapter 10. Just a reminder where we've been. Um, Peter saw this in, in Acts 10. Peter saw this vision from heaven of a sheet coming down with all manner of unclean animals upon it. Uh, a voice said, rise, kill, and eat. Peter said, I can't eat anything that's unclean. Um, at the same time, some Gentiles were coming to him because uh, they were sent by Cornelius, who also had a vision from God. And so Peter connected the vision of the unclean animals with the Gentiles. And so Peter goes to Cornelius in his family and says, I'm not supposed to associate with you because I'm a Jew. But I now see that God has made all men clean through Jesus. And so we see that happening. Um, yesterday, we talked about um, the message uh, that Peter preached and how it was different because instead of appealing to the Old Testament, he gave his testimony. So today we're going to see in verses 44 through 48 of Acts 10 that what happens after Peter preaches. And remember, this is one of the first Gentiles to really, you know, we the Ethiopian eunuch, but he was he was he was familiar with the law. And the Samaritans, they were familiar with the law. These are straight up Gentiles. Cornelius has a familiarity with the law, but the rest of his family doesn't. So let's see what happens. This is verse 44. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded at the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out upon even the Gentiles. For they heard speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So they, so he ordered that they be that they he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. So what we see here is we see Peter preaching, much like other places, much like Pentecost Sunday, much like it had, had, had happened in other places. And we see the Holy Spirit now come upon these Gentiles. And so these Gentiles who were unfamiliar, and we see, we see in verse 45, the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded at the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out upon even the Gentiles. The circumcised believers means those who were raised Jewish. Um, that would have been those who were Jewish and then became Christian. They were astounded. They were astounded that the Holy Spirit had come even to these Gentiles. Um, and that's a huge change, y'all, in the trajectory of the church because throughout the Old Testament, now we see what well, we see in Jesus' ministry. Jesus did many miracles. Um for Gentiles. It's, it's a thing he does quite often in um, in his ministry healing. And, and, and if we go back into the Old Testament, we see many miracles, many signs of, of love and acceptance. I mean, the entire book of Ruth is about how a Moabite woman, Ruth, who if you read the law, the Moabites were outside because there was a time in history when um when the when the the Israelites needed help and the Moabites didn't help them. And so they were they were condemned. And, and so Ruth would have been outside of that covenant. And we see that she is accepted into the covenant through the kindness of both God and Boaz. And that kindness is redemptive to them. So we see, I don't want us to read this story here and think, well, oh my goodness, for the first time in Bible history, Gentiles, non-Jews are accepted into the fold. No, we, we see it. We see it all throughout Scripture. But what is different here is that this is no longer Gentiles being accepted into 
the Jewish ranks, if you will, are Jews. I'm not sure there's an example of this in scripture, but Jews being accepted in the Gentile ranks. What we see is that both Gentiles and Jews now are accepted into life in Jesus Christ. We see Paul write letter in Galatians, in Christ there's neither male nor female, Greek nor Jew, for all one in Christ. So this is not about either group conforming to the other group, rather. And we're going to, by the way, we're going to see this play out a lot throughout the book of Acts. This is going to kind of culminate in, in a big council in Acts chapter 15, where the church has to figure out what are we going to do here? Like, how, do, how are we going to handle this? Because we cannot deny that the Spirit's moving among the Gentiles and that Gentiles are being saved. So we see this happening. And what are we to do with it? And you're going to, you're going to really see this play out in the coming days when we get to Acts chapter 15. But here we see, here we see these Gentiles receiving the Holy Spirit, not because they conformed to the Jewish law or not because they have done any of these things, but they confirm that they, they, they receive the Holy Spirit because they believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. They believe in that Jesus Christ is God's Messiah, the Son of God sent for the redemption of the world. We see that here. And we see now that even, even Gentiles are part of the family. So and while and while we, we we mentioned yesterday and touched upon it briefly now, in this sermon Peter preached, he doesn't he doesn't pull from a lot of the Jewish history because these are Gentiles and they would not have had any uh, the Jewish history wouldn't have meant anything to them, so there's no reason to pull from it. It wouldn't have helped his message. But once again, when you go back and see the very call of God, the very call, call of God to Abraham in Genesis 12. Where God says this in Genesis 12, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you, and the ones who curses you I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. At this point, there weren't Israelites or Jewish people because Abraham is regarded as the first Jew because he was the first one to receive circumcision. So God tells Abraham, in you, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In other words, that through Abraham would come the Jewish people and through the Jewish people would come the Messiah. And through the Messiah, all the world would be blessed. All the world would be saved through Jesus all who profess Jesus Christ shall be saved, Romans 10, 9. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. So through Jesus, all the world is blessed. Through Jesus Christ, all who believe in him are saved. And we see that happening here in this passage. These Gentiles do not receive circumcision. These Gentiles do not go to the temple to worship. These Gentiles do not offer a sacrifice. These Gentiles don't perform any type of Levitical vow. All these Gentiles do is that they believe in Jesus Christ. They accept Christ as Lord and follow him and putting their faith in Jesus Christ for salvation and for forgiveness. Nothing else is required of them in this moment. And they are saved and they're baptized. And the Spirit of God is getting ready to break out all 
across the world. So this is a pivotal moment. And and, and it must have been scary for Peter because, uh, you know, if you've ever, if you've ever had God do something, you're like, oh, God, are you, you sure about this, God? You, you, sure, you sure this is a good idea, Lord? You sure about this? But Peter did it. Because what Peter did, Gentiles, once again, we always think of Paul as the apostle to the Gentiles and Peter as the apostle to the Jews. What do we see here? That these Gentiles, now they're still in Israel, in, in the Holy Land. They're still in Israel. They're in, they're, they're in, um, you know, they're, they're in um, Caesarea, which is just north of Joppa, um, which is modern day Tel Aviv. Um, but this is not, they have not yet crossed over into Greece or places like that. Um, so, uh, the, the, we haven't gotten there yet. That's what Paul will do. Paul will take the good news out of the geography of the Holy Land, if you will, and will go into the, the Gentile regions. But we see Peter willing to go. We see Peter willing to go. And because Peter is willing to go, because Peter is willing to do this, these Gentiles receive the Spirit. These Gentiles are baptized. And these Gentiles are now saved in the name of Jesus Christ. They are saved in Jesus' name. And by being saved in Jesus' name, remember in the Bible, your name is who you are. So to be saved in Jesus' name means that you're saved in the totality of what Jesus has done, his life, his death, his resurrection. Peter did this. The Spirit fell, and they were saved. Not because of anything they had done, but because of what Jesus had done. And they simply believed. So... It's a great moment in the life of the church. And it's gonna it's gonna spin from here, y'all. We're gonna see things really pick up and things really begin to happen here as the church really moves into missionary mode at this point. But um these Gentiles did not convert to Judaism. These Gentiles became Christian. A pivotal moment in church history. In Jesus Christ, we are saved. There is no other name appointed for man to be saved but Jesus Christ. Big day. So let's uh Let's seek the spirit and let's be aware that God may be calling us to someone we don't want to go to or maybe hard for us to go to who needs to hear the good news. So today, who is God calling you to go share the good news with? And will you go? Thanks for joining us today. And we'll pick up tomorrow and see Peter's report as to what happens. Thanks for joining us.